introduce us, John. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Blue Collar Syndicate Podcast, where we still do not have our ticking going down because I didn't know we were recording yet. I turned the count in off. Yeah, well, give me trigger fingers or a countdown, like we're on the news, three, two, one. No. <laughs> Go buy me a red blinky light and all. A live on air, like for the radio? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into today's. Uh, we'll do our general social medias for us real quick, like we always do. Instagram, the underscore blue collar underscore syndicate. Facebook, the blue collar syndicate podcast. TikTok, blue collar syndicate pod. And we're going to get through our shit real quick because we have a guest with us today. And if they could see it on the videos and they're not seeing it on the videos, that's their fault because there's monster trucks. Yeah. Which we almost did it up in the monster truck. But we just don't have enough power cords to run. So you get floor level seating today. <laughs> so welcome everyone, Kelly. Hey, how are you guys? Thanks for having me. We're great. Yeah. What's going on? What are we talking about today? <laughs> We're talking about monster trucks. So you are the monster truck lady. I am. Correct? I am. Awesome. Well, I guess we'll, we'll talk, you know, we can go straight into... The monster truck world, like how, how'd you get into it? How'd I get into the yeah. world? Yeah. So, what, tell the world why Kelly drives monster trucks and how she got into it. So as a young, young person growing up in a household where my dad worked for a um, heavy equipment company for 45 years until he retired. And every Sunday morning we would watch um, cartoons. And of course, right after that was monster trucks. Um, and it wasn't Monster Jam, it was just Monster Trucks. And so we watched that and I would tell my, my family, my, especially my dad, and I said, one day I'm gonna own one of those. And so um, fast forward to 97, I meet the love of my life, Brian, and um, together we embark on this adventure of motorsports and like just horsepower runs through our veins. And um, so, we decided, you know, both loving monster trucks, let's, you know, let's, let's find one. And so we, we looked for many years and came across one that was sitting in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And, um, and it was within our budget and it was a unique truck. So it was the Beverly Hillbillies monster truck. So it actually was in the movie, the 1993 movie. And the reason why the gentleman was selling this truck is he was moving his museum from Sioux Falls um, to Deadwood. And so there, he got a lot of tire kickers and um, we were kept seriously calling him back and I, I made him an offer and he took it. So that happened two, about two weeks before we got married. So that was in 2002. Oh, wow. And so um, we, it was 2002 was a good year. We, um, we, took truck and trailers, a, a buddy, um, we both had Dodge pickups. And so, um, I, I think it was on a Friday night we left, um, we worked all day left and, um, drove all night to get there the next day and loaded tires on one and the truck on the other trailer and drove home and monster truck, uh, monster trucks were born with, within our household. So that's how we got started and it, it just has blossomed till today. So and it's still kicking. It is. It's still kicking. Um, I'm calling this our re-grant opening year um, just because we had a hiatus, just because life happened, economy crashes or whatever happened. And so um, so this is our re-grant opening in 2023. So hell yeah. So yeah. 
That's awesome. How, how long of a drive is it to Sioux Falls? Because that's on the east side of South Dakota, correct? Sure. Um, yeah. I know uh, where Deadwood's <laughs> at. I've spent a bunch of time there. I would say, I don't know, Deadwood is probably what I would, I don't know, maybe they're, three they're, three hours, two hours. I don't know, y'all. Albert's the driver. Where are we going? Deadwood? Yeah. How far is Deadwood? Five, five eight hours? Yeah, like six. Six hours? Where's mm-hmm. where's Sioux Falls? Sui? Sui? Sui Falls? Sioux Falls? Sioux Falls? It's the other side of Iowa. On the, I, the Iowa? Or South Dakota. <laughs> I mean, it's on the border. Wow, where okay. are we going? Yeah. Where, this trip has gone many places. Yeah, it's, it's on the border. Okay. So, all the way on the other side of the state. Yeah, so on the east side. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha, okay. And um, totally funny story. Um, as we were driving, Brian was asleep in the back, and our buddy Paul was behind us in the other truck, and... I don't know. It had been four in the morning. It was, it was just, the sun was coming up and, and, um, we're cruising through this little town and we get pulled over. And, um, so I tell Brian, Hey, I'm getting pulled over. And so the cop comes up and he was like, ma'am, because I probably looked like warmed over death because we had drove all night, worked all day. And he goes, where are you heading? I'm like, South Dakota. And he's like, you're in South Dakota. I'm like, oh, thank God. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yeah, he, then he told us to get some rest and let us off with a warning. You were driving with a mission. I guess, yeah. <laughs> it was funny, though. How long was the turnaround trip? You just loaded it up and came right back? Literally, yeah. Literally um, loaded it up and drove straight back home. Okay. And then, yeah, and then pretty much... A month after we brought it home, we put it on the low boy and we had our county parade in Brighton. We lived in Brighton at the time. So we had our county parade and put it on a low boy trailer and, you know, kind of just welcomed the world to who we were and with, with a really cool monster truck. So that's awesome. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look up the hillbilly truck. Cause I, I know what you're talking about. I remember seeing the movies, Yep. but it's been a long time. Yeah. And you, you don't have that one anymore. So we actually have a half half of the truck. So the truck was actually born lethal weapon. So Jerry Richmond built that truck, and um, it was a what year body? Eighty nine. It was an eighty nine Ford body on it, and so that was lethal weapon. And so when he sold it, um, an, another company bought it, and it became the Copenhagen Skull Crusher monster truck. So it ran under that name until. Fox Studios bought it for the movie. George Barris, you know, they pulled the body off of it and they kept the running chassis. And George Barris, um, the world famous builder, built the Beverly Hillbillies car, which is a 1921 Oldsmobile. Okay. And so, so that went on there. And then, so when, when we got it, and in '05 when we bought this whole business of the White Knight, um, we we decided to retire that truck. And so Brian was restoring it back to Lethal Weapon. We had been in contact with Jerry. And um, so we started that process. So the body is actually sitting outside in a trailer. And so it may re- be reborn again. Who knows? Oh, the, so the old, Oldsmobile yep. is sitting out on the property right now in yes. the trailer. Yes. That's awesome. So, yeah. and then You have a piece of history on your property. We do. Yeah. And George Barris is no longer alive. So it makes it a little extra special as well. Okay. That's awesome to have. Yeah. So with all these monster trucks, what is the, uh, like, is it a super expensive hobby or is it mediocre? I mean, how does that work? Like when you find these monster trucks, because I guess I don't just see them for sale on Facebook all the time. <laughs> like, is, is it, you got, they're not on Craigslist? Yeah. Oh, man. You got to know people to know people or how does that work? So uh, 
it back in the day, Facebook wasn't what it is today. So, you know, they had deals on wheels, magazines and other things and just word of mouth. And so it, at the time when, when, when we were growing our, our monster trucks, um, it was cheaper to buy one than to build one. Uh, we, we had planned on maybe building one. It just, you know, looking at cost, it was cheaper to buy one. So, but now these days, yes, there is websites and Facebook pages all over for monster truck parts, trucks, everything. So it's, and, um, it is not a, it is not a cheap hobby. <laughs> um, so, um, what we're looking at in this building with equipment that it takes to haul just one monster truck, it's probably like almost, um, I would say close to, you know, $750,000 running down the road. Holy crap. Yeah, between semis, insurance, trucks, mm-hmm. everything. So, and trailer. Yeah, because of, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Because of the people that are seeing the video, they're going to see, you know, giant tires. So, it's not like you're getting an oversized load permit. You got what they we call loading. So, we have a enclosed trailer. Mm-hmm. It's a van trailer. And so, um, so... The big tires come off, so the 66-inch tires comes off. We put transport tires on, and it loads, you know, load the tires first, then the trucks pull in behind it. Okay, that and way everything fits. Yep. Okay. Yep. And then, yeah, Brian's Peterbilt, you know, takes us wherever we need to go. What? I'm oh. just listening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then, I guess when you talk about different people that own the truck and different branding so when you bought the hillbilly truck do you you does it come with the name and the mm-hmm. everything that comes with it yeah so how does it, that work so pretty much um we we keep the history with the truck it's the beverly hillbilly's monster truck it's the white knight mm-hmm. and so yeah so essentially the the truck is the business correct okay. yeah and then um and then of course you know we we own the trucks and then um once once, if, if I was to take off that entire body and set it aside and put a brand new body on there, I can rename that truck mm-hmm. and it could be a totally different name and a totally different body as a matter of fact. So, okay. So it's just a, a, a branding and visual correct. type thing then? Yeah. Okay. I guess that's the best way to say it. Yeah. Cause when you, when you say it goes through so many different name changes, it's, well, how does that work then when there's, you know, five different names for it? Right. And, um, and sometimes, you know, the the old school monster truck just like you know how lethal weapon you know we we actually sold that chassis back to the original builder so we actually sold that chassis back in i want to say 2000 i think it was 2019 we we actually sold that truck back to the original builder and he's going to restore it because okay. that's what they want their trucks that they built back in the 80s and they're restoring them and so and doing their things with them and there's a museum in Butler, Indiana that is dedicated all to monster trucks. And I think there's another one coming. Um, I can't remember what state right now, but it's, yeah, it's the old, the old school monster trucks are definitely a huge thing. So that's why we don't want to interrupt history mm-hmm. and, you know, are they kind of, they're calling to get the Beverly Hillbillies, aren't they? No, they, um, they actually know we have it, but they're waiting for us to, you know, see if we're building it or what we're doing oh, with it. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, so we just need to put a rolling chassis underneath that truck and, and see, see where it takes us, but, but it's hanging out. It's in hibernation. <laughs> so these things don't get like 
trashed as often as people think, huh? Because like every time I see a video, it's like by the end of the video, the monster truck's destroyed. Yeah. Are you watching Monster Jam? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, Monster Jam, whole new world. So um, it is totally a, it's an entertainment business and um, there, there is some owner drivers um, or owner operators that run Monster Jam, but a lot of those trucks are owned by um, Feld, Feld Field. So it's the same company that owns the circus and Disney on ice, stuff like that. So, um, but they, it's an entertainment business, I guess the best way to say it. And so they'll, they'll run them down and, you know, make three shows out of the weekend. And then, you know, the guys thrash on the trucks during the night or whatnot and put it back together and make the show again. So it's, it's a different world with big sponsors, anything like that. I mean, not to say that we, you know, we are open to sponsorship cause that would be awesome. <laughs> and, um, but these trucks right here, um, that we're looking at are, they're ride trucks, display trucks. Um, we don't race them anymore. So it, they, they do keep a lot nicer, I guess. Take guess. them down to Grapevine, Texas for Mudfest. Yes. Well, there's rednecks with paychecks. That's the one, yeah. That's the one. Dude, yeah. that shit was crazy. I was down there working right when they were doing that on the river. They like, kicked us out of the hotel because they were like, we'd been renting the hotel for like two months. They're like, yeah, we're going to make so much money in the next four days. You guys need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Sturgis. They're like, bye. <laughs> yeah, they're like, he told the boss, he's like, yeah, I'm going to have to like multiply your rate times eight if you guys want to stay here. Otherwise, uh, you might just want to send them on vacation because this shit's about to get out of hand. Yeah, I've seen videos of that. Yeah. Of rednecks and paychecks. And it looks like... Redneck Mardi Gras. It looks crazy. <laughs> That's a good way of saying it. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's trucks gone wild and um, there's so many just, yeah, where people just love, they love to just, you know, see what their truck will do or if it looks cool, let's do it. Mm-hmm. So, so do, you, do you take your trucks to events like that or where do you, so wh- where's your scene? So our scene, um, pretty much, um, we've done truck and tractor pools. So we've given rides at truck and tractor pools. We've done birthday parties. So um, we did um, a seven-year-old's birthday party back in the day. That is a hell of a birthday party. Yep. (laughs) And um, so that was super cool. And um, we've done displays. So any grand opening or anything that you need to draw attention to, um, totally. um, You know, you can hire us and Mm -hmm. we can set up shop and just be a display um, and, but truck shows, like I said, we've done stuff at Bandemir, we've done truck fest up there. Um, so, but pretty much anywhere that I guess loves most trucks, we were there. Um, I would have to say though, I, I would probably not drive these trucks through the pit, mud pits because <laughs> it's probably like 40 hours of cleaning everything out. And yeah. Yeah. So. If I looking at that and seeing how dirty things get, I can only imagine how messy it's going to get when it comes yeah. to power washing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, but yeah, but who's to say, you know, if we show up there, I mean, worst case we give some rides, you know, around, mm-hmm. you know, the pits or something, but yeah, people, they, they do. We've done a machine, machine gun shoot out towards Fort Morgan. So that was pretty cool. We actually oh, awesome. loaded people in the back and they drove them down by the targets, see what they were hitting. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Just red. Like I said, I mean, but anywhere cool. you need a monster truck. Yeah. I mean, come on. And, but yeah, for the most part, it's usually truck shows, um, truck pulls, and then um, grand openings or any type of uh, an event that needs, you know, some people drawn in. Mm-hmm. So, 
What better way to cut a red ribbon than have that thing behind you? I want this at my next birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When's your birthday? August. Oh, that's not close enough to mine. Okay. Oh, dang. I don't want to share with you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. All right. All right. All right. Uh, so when it comes to like driving these, is there a lot of uh, like nuances that go into it? Like, did you have to learn a lot or is it kind of just like driving anything else, but slower and carefuler? So, um, honestly, um, the way I learned how to drive this truck is we had some friends that lived down from my parents, um, and they were huge, um, tough trucks. I don't know if you guys are heard of tough trucks mm, where they used to do them in Kingsburg, no? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what a tough truck is. You never went to this? So, no. so pretty much a tough truck is like, um, mini monster truck, like, like mini Baja type of deal. So they take a Ford Ranger most of the time or, you know, something small. And, um, you know, they has a wicked awesome suspension and it's got to go fast through the track and be able to fly and land pretty safely. Oh, so like similar to a trophy truck. Sure. I don't okay. know what that A little is. slower. A little slower. Okay. I just okay. know the trophy trucks that you see like in Vegas when they race out in the desert. Yeah. About half that speed at least. Okay. <laughs> Trophy trucks are so a, a slow trophy truck. Like yeah. they used to do it at, in in Kingsburg, over by the uh, where everybody used to take their dirt bikes and shit. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like the poor version of it. <laughs> <laughs> Those, that's how you get your start and your yeah. foot in their tough trucks. <laughs> you go tear up your personal truck, and then everyone used to go back when it's still the what was it, the Iron Horse. Everyone used to go hang out and get drunk again. Oh, that's right in Kingsburg. Yeah. Oh my gosh, then it's that was tar- before my time. No. My dad did it a bunch of times, broke his truck like 10 times there. Not 10. <laughs> I think maybe like two times, but yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> so pretty much, yeah. So they, they've built some ridiculous tough trucks, Our, you know, my parents' neighbors down the road. And so we, of course, you know, being gearheads, Brian and I, and so Brian calls me one day after work and he goes, hey, he goes, um, when you get done, head, head to your folks' house and we're going to go down to the neighbors because Moss truck just rolled by. And I was like, what? And so, of course, you know, that's all that has to be said, you know, big trucks, horsepower, let's go, I'm I'm there. And so we go down there, and of course, it's a ride truck, and our friend um, was hired to drive it, and um, because typically tough trucks and monster truck rallies go together. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So you, you, during intermission, they have tough trucks, they do the motorcycle moto guys that do the backflips and all the extreme stuff. So, um, so our, our our friend gets to, you know, drive this truck for the promoter. And so we're cruising around and pretty soon, you know, we're, just, I'm just having a ball. I love riding in the back of the small truck. It's like just amazing. And, um, he turns around and he goes, okay, who wants to drive? And I'm like me. <laughs> and so he let me drive. And so, yeah, that's how I learned to drive literally. And you have, so it's four wheel steer. So your steering wheel steers the, the front and then you got a toggle switch that steers the rear. And, um, put your foot on the gas and go. That sounds challenging. So How challenging. long does it take to learn that? Um, it didn't take too long no. at all, <laughs> to <Okay>. be honest. <laughs> but, um, the biggest thing that you do have to pay attention, you know, as we grow, as I guess, as I grew driving is, you know, being aware of my surroundings where those tires were, um, making sure I don't overdrive the truck. Cause sometimes like I get hyped up and then, you know, I'm told, you know, by my, my pit man, you know, it's like, Hey, you, you're overdriving the truck. Slow down. You're getting tunnel vision. You just want to go fast. Yeah. I just, cause I can hear the people in the back having fun. So I'm having fun. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go fast. I know. Come on. I just want to go fast. <laughs> yeah. Cause you don't have, there's no mirrors on that thing. So no. you got to remember where you're 
rear 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 wheels are at. Yeah, and so yeah, like I said, you kind of just look down, you can see them, and you just kind of bump your switch back. And they have they have all kinds of gadgets where you have self centering. So once you you let off the toggle switch, it'll self center. Oh. And then the truck behind you that Brian bought, um, as you can tell, you can't. It's it's a true cab, so you have to look out the window so you, at least the white night you can see through through the the floorboard and okay. see everything he's got mirrors yeah, at least he has mirrors but <laughs> we're pulling it out of the shop and he was like just don't hit the door and i was like oh, okay <laughs> so like when you get into these like the ride programs and stuff is it pretty common for women to be doing it or is it kind of a male-dominated thing or so when, when, when we walked into it, it was pretty male dominant. I think I was one of maybe three teams that actually, um, had their own truck and drove it. Um, monster jam drivers. Um, a lot of them, they're, they're just paid drivers. They're amazing drivers, but you know, monster jam picked up the scene of putting females in trucks and letting them drive. But yeah, when I started, I was probably one of three that you know so promoters like to hype that up like you know this is the local gal and she's a female driver and she mm-hmm. she owns these trucks and so and yeah pretty much i walk side by side with brian if we have to change the engine change the transfer case whatever we got to do i just don't sit back and be like just got my nails done i can't help you it's like i'm dived in he has to tell me to get out of the way a lot of the times so yeah because <laughs> yeah, if you follow monster truck lady on any social medias you see her out there yelling at Ryan or Brian, sorry, to get the fucking 10 millimeter or whatever. Yeah. That we can't find <laughs> freaking 10 millimeter missing yep. again. <laughs> you can never find the 10 millimeter. You need it. I saw a picture of a 10 millimeter, like a uh, candy vending machine with a little yeah. crank thing, put yep. a dollar in and you get a 10 mil- 10 millimeter. There's a bunch of companies now that sell them in little fire signature cases. It says break in case of emergency. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That happens a lot. Yep. That happens with me with gloves. I'm like, where did I put my gloves? <laughs> so do you have to wear a bunch of gear when you're driving or do you just kind of wear what everyone else is wearing? So pretty much with um, rides and display, you know, or just rides, it's pretty much um, it's pretty much just jeans and, cover, you know, making sure your toes are covered, um, shoes, good boots or sneakers. And, and so, but no, we don't have to wear the PPE and all that fun stuff, fire suits, anything like that, um, for rides, but race. Yeah. You definitely need helmet, uh, fire suits. And so white Knight's not doing any backflips. No. Damn it. I apologize. But I mean, <laughs> for, for a fee. <laughs> That's going to have to be a hefty fee. Yes. It just takes money. <laughs> So when you, uh, when you got into it, was it, uh, like on the business side of it, I'm assuming you can't like Joe Blow can't just go buy a big ass truck and then start giving a bunch of people rides. Did, do you guys have to set up like a full blown business with insurance and all the, all the good stuff? Yes. Yeah. Insurance was the most expensive because you have to carry anywhere from a million to $2 million general liability policy. And then the venue wants their, you know, additional insured. So insurance definitely, um, was an eye opener for me. I, I thought, you know, it's like, it's literally, we were titled as a carnival ride. If that explains how much insurance costs, you know, oh, wow. imagine putting insurance on a carnival ride. Cause that's the category they put us in. And so, um, 
So we did set up a full business model and everything, mission statement, everything to the T. And um, we had our local bank actually help us out when we started. And, you know, they lent us money and they took a chance on us because there's no VIN numbers on these trucks. I mean, they're all custom built. So, so yeah. Well, that's interesting. So it's more of a business, less of a hobby, but it's also a business you really enjoy doing. I was just going to say, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the coolest thing. You know, I was asked a long time ago, like, what's the most rewarding thing? Um, you know, for you as a mall truck driver and a mall truck owner. And I said that when people get off, they want to get and do it again. They want to get back on and do it again. That's what the most rewarding is. Mm -hmm. It's like we, you know, yes, it's, we're there to make money, but I'm a sucker for kids. So, <laughs> so some of these kids, you know, we had one little gal, we were at Arapahoe County Fair and, um, this was a little gal that actually her parents were in, you know, helping with the carnival and, um, she kept bringing all of her little friends back. Like this little girl rode this truck one night in 10, like 10 times. And so, but each time she bring another friend back with her, I finally just told her, just get on. It's like, I'm not taking your money anymore. The front seat's yours. Yeah. Right. It's like, good job. You, you've paid, you've paid for the whole night. So what's the, uh, what's like the scariest moment you've had in a monster truck? You ever tipped one on the side or? Anything like that? No, I haven't done that. Um, probably the most scariest moment I had is um, we were loading the Beverly Hillbillies monster truck on a um, flatbed trailer, a gooseneck trailer. And Brian is on the side and my dad is standing on the neck guiding me, making sure I'm coming up straight. And um, he, I didn't realize my dad had jumped off the, the gooseneck, the neck of the trailer and I couldn't see him anymore, so I just shut it down. I freaked out. I thought I ran over my dad. Oh, shit. But he's like, I'm right here. But that's literally the, the scariest moment that I can ever recall that, you know, that really shook me because mm -hmm. I, I lost the sight of a person. Yeah. And I thought I, I, I of course, hit, you know, my dad. <laughs> I've heard stories like that. Just, just equip, you know, equipment operating. There's people out in, like, West Virginia that said, um, he was, he was running a dozer and he had a, his laborer that was followed him around and all that stuff. He was talking to him and then he just disappeared. You know, he was backing up and, uh, he disappeared. The helper disappeared yeah. and he, he thought he ran over and killed his helper. And he, five minutes later, he comes walking out of the woods. He's like, I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> and the dude sitting in his dozer, like almost having a mental breakdown crying. Yep. He's like, I thought I fucking killed you. <laughs> That's literally how I felt. And Brian's like, cause he jumps up immediately. Cause I just, I kill the truck. Like I shut everything down. It's halfway loaded. And he's like, what's the matter? And I'm like, I think I just hit dad. And he goes, no, he's right here. <laughs> like, God. But I, yeah, that was a total breakdown moment. Yeah. I was freaked out. But now you, now you know to look for people. Well, now it's the, like just everywhere else. Yeah. More communication. Like, all right, once I jump down, you know, I'll be over here. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, but it's, yeah, it's gotten way easier. Have you ever had to like kick somebody out of a ride? You ever had some, I don't know, some drunk kids get too carried away and you're like, no, nope, shut it down. You got to get out. So we haven't had that, but I, we, we have refused people getting on this truck that were pretty drunk. Cause yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, it's like, just come, come back tomorrow. We'll still be here tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, right, right at when, yeah, I don't have to worry so much about what's going on in the back and just focus on the front. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's probably the best. Avoid it before it happens. Yeah. Then you look out and you're like, uh, there was five people, now there's four. Right? And some junk dude's hanging on the back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. how, how fast does that thing go when you're, when you're giving rides? 
so we it's really it's it's an optical illusion so um, if you're looking behind me at this truck, this truck is sitting on airbags. So we usually roll around maybe five to 10 miles an hour. We roll around in second gear. We don't even, hit, we don't even hit drive. And so, but you know, with that body just, you know, the swaying and having a little fun, you think we're really doing something and I'm putting you in a lot of danger, but in all reality, um, all four tires are on the ground and yeah, it's no chance of tipping over. Unless just kind of. Bob the steering wheel back so and forth. So pretty much, yeah. So bit. just imagine, you know, a, a you know truck or whatnot on airbags, and you know, you 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 lean to the left, and you know, it's like it dumps it, and mm-hmm. vice versa. So, yeah. How fast can it go? Boy, I don't even know. Um, I know now there's race trucks that have been clocked, to, you know, hitting almost seventy-five miles an hour. Down that size? Sh- yes. Holy shit! <laughs> I want to say it's, um, gosh, Wizard Racing. Um, I don't recall um, when he did it, but when the finals, um, the monster truck finals in Vegas, you know, he was clocked to hold the world record of, you know. That's a lot of machinery yes. moving, <laughs> moving yep. quick. Yep, down down the straightaway. That's awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, that's 75 on that big of tires. It's probably scary. <laughs> yeah. I've been, I think the fastest I've been in a truck is... Like we had an old Dodge that managed to hit like 140 and it was on like 35s and that was, felt like you were about to die. You're like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> Let's slow this down. I couldn't imagine doing it on 60 inch mm-hmm. tires. No, I hit 40 miles an hour in just a John Deere tractor one day because I popped it to neutral going downhill. Oh, like, oh this is fucking fast. <laughs> I don't need to be going this fast. <laughs> yeah, that's impressive though. Yeah, it is. So do you, do you have any aspirations of getting into more of the, like the race truck and the jumps and stuff, or are you, you zoned in on the ride, the rides and the entertainment side of it? So, um, I, I did own a race truck for, um, until last year. So we bought our race truck in 2007 and, um, we're going to build that and I just needed a motor. Everything else was set up perfect for it. Um, it was the right chassis. Everything was right. And, um, and it just didn't, didn't, it just didn't happen. So I put it up for sale last year and we actually sold it to some friends to race team that's out of Ohio purchased it. And it's, I think it'll run this, this year. So, but yeah, we just decided, you know, watching, watching the caliper of drivers and, you know, just what they can make those machines do. And, and, um, it just, I just, I didn't want to be that person. I didn't want to drive a truck into the ground, shovel it in a trailer and um on to the next one Mm -hmm. so it's like so we decided like yeah it was time to shift and just stick with rides and displays and plus i'm a people person so i love just building relationships so yeah it's 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 cooler to you know have that with the display or a ride truck because you do get the quality time with some of these with the fans Mm -hmm. it's a lot easier to have a conversation going five miles an hour than hauling ass going 50 trying not to roll over yeah and unfortunately you can't have a conversation with this truck because it's open headers so yeah i think she's saying more like you mean it's not like it's not that loud (laughs) (laughs) what no you mean it's quiet (laughs) (laughs) no i I think she's talking more like you know you go to the fair you get to hang out a little bit where i guess if you're racing you're probably racing or fixing and that's it yeah you're spending time fixing stuff no no social parts yeah yeah no social time at all but I have to say, though, um, we had an opportunity. We had some friends that, you know, they were a local team and um, they were here in Denver at the at Monster Jam. 
And um, Brian was invited to, he needed, he needed a guy to be the pit crew. So Brian was the head, you know, um, crew chief for the night. And so I got to watch Monster Jam um, from the floor versus the stands. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a whole new world um, sitting down there. And, um, and you, you, you're right. Just like Albert saying is you're just, you're just like thrashing on those trucks and getting it ready to go out for the next run, going for freestyle, going for qualifying or whatever they're going for. They probably have enough parts to build three trucks to fix broken parts. Well, and the cool thing is like, um, they were that year, they were unveiling a new truck and something had happened and they had body damage. They overnighted parts to that, to that crew to Denver so, and that crew, I think worked all during the night, try to get everything back together because it got tore up during, you know, the first show. Okay. So it pays to have big, big, deep pocket sponsors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like it. So how, how often, like, is this like during the summer and stuff? Is it like an every weekend deal or is it every couple of weeks, once a month? Is it pretty time consuming or? No, um, pretty much like we get to pick our own schedule. It's not a full-time job for us. Um, I mean, it potentially could be, I mean, I could book us all through it and, um, and be in Colorado one, one day and, you know, next weekend we'd be in Texas or wherever. So, but this year we're just gonna, you know, as a re-grand opening, not, not get all crazy and, and, um, and try to book a ton of stuff. So I'm, my, my goal is to book about maybe seven shows this year. And, you know, just kind of, you know, get our names back out there. And, um, I, I created some merch and, um, of course that's, that's been good, uh, good to me because people are very receptive to it and they can't wait to see the truck. So do you, do you have anything set up for this year yet? The only thing I have set up is in May and it's for, um, an event that just kind of right down the road from us. And, um, it's for special needs kids. So we'll, we'll go out and set them up for display. So that'll be in May. And then, um, I had some other people call for the county fairs and, um, our local one here in Kingsburg has, um, has already, you know, wanted to book us. So, so yeah, we're just finishing up some minor details and getting everything squared away with our new trailer. So are you going to go to Truck Fest at Bandemir? Yep, probably hit Truck Fest. They, they email us every year. Okay. So. I've never been to Truck Fest. I've always been told how good it was and how f- much fun it was. I've been debating on if I want to go there for Intake Rocket or not. And then same with the Rock and Roll Car Show. Oh, okay. But yeah, I've never been to Truck Fest. Yeah, is it fun? it's it, it's a ton of fun. So um, I'll probably age myself, but back in the day, it was way cool because um, people, you, the truckers would literally be driving through Colorado, and they hear like there's this big truck show, and there was people dropping their trailers to go race semis. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, last year, I didn't think they had too great of a turnout. So. Um, just because of the world shutting down and trying to restart everything. I back think up? so. I would say so. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of drama with Bandemir right now. You know, everybody. <clears throat> oh, they're trying to shut it down and stuff oh, yeah. like that. You got a race check's been there for a billion years and they build a housing develop development mm-hmm. around it. And mm-hmm. now the housing development doesn't like the noise. Yeah. Well, they did that to a dirt track that was over by the Mile High Fleet Market years ago. Because yep. I remember going there when I was a kid. Yep. Yep. I was like, huh. I wonder. Yeah, because I know everyone's hesitant. Like, I remember you used to buy tickets for that shit like a year ahead of time because you used to run out of tickets and you might be able to show up the day of and get in. If not, they were kind of just turning cars away. And 
lately it's been, I think people are hesitant because, uh, like, especially during COVID, they canceled a bunch of events like everyone did. But they also had some, like, one year they had some cease and desist, so they had to cancel a bunch of shit unexpectedly. Hmm. And I know a lot Man. of people were just turned off by it. That Yeah, that's that's too bad because I think, you know, it's the heart, in my opinion, it's the heart of America is horsepower. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, who, who wants to, you know, sit through a boring parade or go to a race? I'm going to the race. You all can't day have long. much fun with an electric Tesla compared to a, yeah. a loud ass monster truck. I know, exactly. There's no comparison. No. <laughs> the, like, only, the only good thing would be running it over with the monster truck. Yeah, that would be pretty funny. <laughs> be like, oh, I'm sorry, I hit your Tesla. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's been interesting. I'm. I need to get. I, we used to go to Bandemir a lot, and I haven't been quite a few years now. So now that my kids are older, make a walk around. I don't have to carry them everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's we'll one try thing. To go this year. <laughs> that blacktop does get hot yeah. up there. There used to be a lot of people get start drinking. They don't realize how hot it gets. They used to have ambulance rides a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you can either take a ride in the monster truck or an ambulance. You pick. <laughs> you, get to the monster truck early because the ambulance may come later. <laughs> yeah, if you're lucky, you get both. And the semi racing there used to be pretty pretty fun. My wife's got a bunch of family that was big into that for a while. Doing the they. Always were doing the drag races and the burnout boxes with the with the semis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even that, I think even they've kind of been less and less involved in it as the years go on. I don't know. I mean, I think part of it is getting so expensive too. Like yeah, fuel. Everything. I mean, these days, like Joe Blow can have a seven second car in his garage. He's been building with random parts for two years and guys with semis like you can buy stuff and then nowadays to go out and compete at such a higher level it's like you can't just put a little bit of work into something and be competitive you have to be like i know a lot of guys who got out of it because they were just like i don't have 50 grand to dump into a hobby Mm -hmm. and nowadays you know people people can go finance a hellcat and go out there and just be annoying all day (laughs) if i'm gonna finance something like i'm i want one of the very few demons the step ups from the Hellcats. I want one of those, just so I can die with a smile. I think they should just run them all over with monster checks. <laughs> as wow. long as I ride it first, I'll, I don't care. I've always been against the. I don't know. Like I said, it's annoying because you can go buy one of them cars, have a fifteen hundred dollar a month payment. You take it to the drag tracks, and you always got these people who been wrenching on their car for seven years, and it's like, well, this is a nil point now because this nineteen-year-old kid who still lives at home. <laughs> Just picks up his $1,500 car note and can beat the shit out of me now. <laughs> How does it feel to lose? And it's a Dodge. To a 19-year-old. And it's a Dodge. So who gives a shit? It's a... <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it's a Dodge. No one cares. They're not cool when everybody and their brother has one. Didn't they say that about Mustangs at one time? I feel the same about Mustangs. <laughs> Someone's hating. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you noticed. There's all Chevys at my house. I have oh a Lord. I have a tendency to be a little brand loyal when it comes to lots of things. <laughs> but, no, I can definitely see it. Like the truck fest, like I said. I think more than anything, it's not so much just the the Dodge Demons and the all the Ford Mustangs. I think it's just it's such a high level. It's hard to compete as a hobby now. You got to get into it so so full time and be so invested with your money. Yeah. So. So then with the 
the trucks you have the white knight as the brand and a business as itself you were talking about merch so the, the merch is would be considered you then right correct yeah. not the not the white knight you're not selling white knight merch you're selling monster truck lady correct yeah and um there's and there's stickers on the truck and you know it's branded as monster truck lady um it just the you know the truck was 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 known as the white knight because that's what it was born mm-hmm. and so we we left it alone and and just you know left the mural left everything there and so but yeah everything comes you know comes down to monster truck lady is there um, ever going to be a monster truck lady truck it's 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 been talked about so so we're we're in the works on getting that design done and so okay but we just want to definitely get this truck back out there and get get ourselves back there first one, one before step we at a take time. on do what <laughs> one step at a time <laughs> exactly i know it's like i gotta get this goal to get this goal okay <laughs> so yeah it's neat learning how all that history works because i remember when i was a kid and when i found out gravedigger hadn't been the same guy driving for 50 years because when you're a kid you think it's the same old guy with the same truck and then you find out there's no there's 50 different grave digger trucks and there's been seven or eight different drivers mm-hmm. yeah like, and the cool thing about that um with you know dennis anderson he started as a mud he drove mud truck for many years and so so yeah when he built grave digger and then now his his children are are driving you know grave digger and then son of the digger and all of these other different trucks. I think his daughter um, now drives um, Grave Digger. So, okay. Christ, Kristen, I believe her name is. Yeah, I've, I've only seen, I've never been to a Monster Jam event before. I've only seen clips of it and what's on TV. I always joke because we have friends that will go and they, they text me. It's like, are you here? And I'm like, no, but I get to watch the whole show on their Snapchat feed. So, <laughs> I feel like I was there. It's like people that go to concerts. Right. Like when, when I go to a show, everyone else gets to enjoy it with See, me. See, I know. I'm like, oh, he's in Florida or wherever he's at. You don't need to spend con- money on concert tickets. I'll take you with me See, on my phone. See, that's the best. <laughs> yeah, this stuff's not cheap to go to anymore either. I remember you used yeah. to be able to go to Monster Jam. I think we went one time when I was real little, and I think my mom got tickets for like $15. Wow. And I think now the cheapest ones are probably like 100 I know somebody went and they they told me it was like four or five hundred bucks to take them and all the kids. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's like. You don't know where the seats are. Yeah, I don't know where the seats were, but it seemed ex- exceptionally pricey. <laughs> but they do give, you know, they do give a heck of a show. Um, oh, unfortunately, yeah. the Pepsi Center, in my opinion, is a really small venue. Yeah. So if you have an opportunity and, you know, I know they're bringing it to, um, I always call it Mile High. I don't know it, what it's called this day, the, the open football stadium. Oh, the football field? Yeah. I always just called I it Mile High. Yeah. Anywho. But it's I, always in Vesco Field. I, <laughs> Whatever the name I is. I just Sports dated Authority. myself again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I believe they're having that big show in May. Um, and so I always tell people, go to spend your money and go to a bigger bigger venue. Mm-hmm. And um, and if you can travel out of state, find find a good Monster, monster Jam show. And there's other promoters that come through Colorado. Um, Pace will come through, Checkered Flags, other promoters will come through, and they, they'll they showcase, you know, not named trucks as, mm-hmm. you know, the Grave Digger or anything like that. Because um, Bigfoot, um, Bob Chandler and his team, they, they don't run with Monster Jam. They run their, a different circuit. So if you want to see the Bigfoot trucks, you have to go to a different show than Monster Jam. Hmm. Okay. What? 
<laughs> I just look over to see if you got anything. Not really. You're just. The, I mean, the guy in the corner. It's just. You like you just learn the history of the trucks. I think that's the most intriguing part. Yeah. I never really thought about it like that. Like you're buying a chunk of history and keeping it going and keeping yeah. it rolling because obviously you can't do it forever, forever. Yeah. It's cool to hear that that kind of just gets passed passed along and then somebody rebuilds it and keeps it going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know. I would be more intrigued to go to the little shows, to be honest. I feel like you get to see a lot more yeah, it's not it, cool stuff, a little more personal. It's kind of like the comparison when people say, instead of watching the NFL, go watch college ball. Yeah. You know, I mean, Monster Truck or Monster Jam is probably a lot of fun, yeah. but I mean, you, know, you can only, you can only do it for so much, right? Correct. Yeah. And I mean, and, and it's jam packed and, um, but we, we, we go to the smaller shows. So Albert, I'll let you know when the next one is, but, um, but it's cool because a lot of the times, um, our friends that are, you know, smaller teams are driving there. And so, um, we just went to one earlier this year and it was in the equine center at the national Western and, um, they, they needed a part for a transmission. So they're texting us like, can you just please bring this so I don't have to drive clear back to Wyoming to pick <laughs> so we can make it to tonight's show. And so um, then, of course, you know, just to me, it's more personable going through that pit party and, you know, you're not waiting in crazy long lines. And of course, they, they had a ride truck go in as well. So um, my, my girlfriend and I, we, we, we crawled up in that ride truck and we were just laughing and she's like, is this what it's like to ride in your truck? I'm like, yep. <laughs> she's like, I'm definitely coming to ride in your truck. <laughs> well, it's cool to know too, that it's like, it's obtainable. Like you guys are just like, you have a full-time job, your yeah. husband that works too. It's like, sometimes you think of monster trucks and that's all you think of is grave digger and like this big team. And that's probably all they have to do. And I don't think people realize there's a lot of just normal people who have these giant shops with monster trucks shoved in the back. <laughs> like a car collector, you walk in, there's 75 cars there. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, it, it's neat to see it, especially in person, you know, especially when it's like people you know, just everyday people. Because I'm sure a lot of people who like obviously don't know you but, or don't know another small team, you know, they just, they think it's only Monster Jam. It's only those 10, yeah. 15 trucks and it's all cost a bazillion dollars and it's unobtainable. Yeah. So it's cool to see that it's definitely obtainable. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. not cheap, not free, but if you work hard, you can do it. It's a little bit more expensive than a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say so. Probably. I'm just, sure. How much is one of those tires? Mm -hmm. Um, so <laughs> shoot. Um, those were, I can tell you that the set of four was about 3,500 bucks, okay. but that's when we bought them. But now they're, I think a set of four is closer to four grand. Oh wow! Okay, so yeah, one so, one, one tire is more expensive than a podcast. Like, not just <laughs> kidding. I'm looking over to this side, and he's like, "Go higher." <laughs> oh, they're two grand each. Holy cow! Oh, yeah. per tire? Oh, Jesus! Yeah. Perfect. Two years ago. Yeah, that's. Uh... And that was the tire, not the wheel. All right. Do, do you have to replace those often or do they last a pretty long time? So the cool thing is, um, being a ride truck display truck, um, those tires will last us quite a while. Um, they're a different brands, so they're softer ply versus the Firestones or the Goodyears, um, that are heavier plied. So we'll see how long these last, but oh my gosh, tiring up a truck. It's like <laughs> night and day. Cause when we started, I think each tire weighed about 1200 pounds. Holy each. fuck. And so how much does the whole truck weigh? 
Um, this truck, I think, weighs around, I want to say around, what, 10, 10, 5? Yeah. But no, the truck sitting on the other side, this big old leaf spring truck, um, probably is double that weight because it's got, you know, the leaf springs are still on it. The transfer case is um, still massive. So, and it's, and it's a, it's a steel body versus mm-hmm. um, a fiberglass body truck. So is that like, a, do you guys strive to get the weight down or does it not really matter with what you're doing? I think it just depends on the truck and what we're going to use it for. Um, I mean, of course, hauling it. I yeah. mean, weight is weight. You just buy a permit and, or, you know, whatever we need to do, but. Take the back roads. Yeah. <laughs> back road trucker comes in handy, AKA Brian. <laughs> This is a farm truck, farm tags. Did you see the bag of corn in the back? Yeah. <laughs> this is farm implement. That's what I tell my tax person. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Till the field with it, promise. Yeah. <laughs> Did these things run off of normal gas or is it all uh, alcohol? So um, when we first bought the Hibbley truck, it, it was an alcohol engine. And um, so this truck, I mean, it wants higher octane. So we did put... Um, Bro, we talked about this. <laughs> Damn it. All right, my, my time is up. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's my thing. Tell me I have some bills to pay. Oh, got you. I can't, I, I can't remember when they're all due, so I have alarms on my hey, phone. That's, oh. that's smart. I used to not do that, and then you'd like get a phone call. Like, are you going to pay your bill this month? Like, oh, I thought I paid it. I just do like two weeks. Ago. Fuck. <laughs> so for like it. 10 years, I've just had like on the Apple calendar. It just oh. goes off like a day before I'm supposed to pay it. There you go. So I quit forgetting. <laughs> hey, saves on those fees. For real. <laughs> but no, the, the fuel that we run off of is higher octane. So um, it'll probably be close to, you know, 100 octane. Um, but we're, we'll, we can probably put 91 in it. So we can put gas pump fuel in there and just put some additional octane booster in it okay but yeah but nothing where we have to run off of methanol because that that tr- the original I- engine in the hillbilly truck was running off of methanol okay so i don't know price differences and in, in stuff like that is i'm guessing the alcohol is a little bit more expensive yes so when um we bought i think 30 gallons of 110 and so we had to go down to at the time it was at we were at colorado speedway I paid, I think, almost $13 a gallon for fuel. Holy crap. So, yeah. And then... And we're complaining about diesel prices. Right? <laughs> hey, I'm excited, dude. They've been coming down. What are you talking about? It's still $5. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. At Love's? At fucking Bennett. It's like 4 bucks. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Fort Lupton is pretty reasonable, too. And I got it for 3 bucks in a different state. Well, yeah, Kansas. Well, not Kansas, but... Nebraska? I'm not going to guess because there's fucking 50 of them. <laughs> Keep going. 48 more. <laughs> We're going to run out of time before I say all of them. Well, I, I guess, to be fair, I get a fuel discount. So. Yeah. But the mm-hmm. pump price was like 3.70 for a gallon of diesel last week out there. Okay. I was wow. pretty excited to see that. But we're not paying alcohol fuel prices. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, higher octane, yeah. When people are complaining about gas prices, remember that it could be worse. That's right. You could be running a monster truck. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but at that point, it's about smiles per gallon. So. <laughs> smiles per gallon. Wow, we need to put that on a shirt. Uh, that, <laughs> yeah, that is sticker worthy right there. Yeah, that's what matters at that point. <laughs> I doubt you're sitting there going, all right, getting half a mile a gallon today, or actually I'm getting two gallons per mile. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> nope, just smile and grin. Just smile, smile and wave. <laughs> so... What else, like with these monster trucks, do you guys have to, uh, like, do, when you go to, like, these events, do you have to show them, like, any kind of, like, 
like safety stuff? Is there like inspections they have to do on them before they let you load people up? Or do they kind of just say like, you're a business, you're professional. We assume you know the risks and the liabilities. So pretty much that's all handled right beforehand. And um, pretty much we, you know, sometimes we have to sign a contract, everything like that, get the insurance squared away. And um, of course, when we show up, um, we we shake hands with all the officials and whatnot and, you know, just ask like, what, what, what is, what do they expect out of us? And then we tell them like, Hey, we expect that of you, you know, this is our drive zone, keep people out of it. And, um, and if you have an issue, you know, come to us and, but as far as, you know, tech inspection, anything like that, no, that's all on us as showing up as a professional rate, uh, monster truck team. I'm assuming that's a little different when you get into the racing side though. Yes, racing side, it's 100% tech. You attend a driver's meeting, and um, so pretty much everything has to be, every nut and bolt needs to be tightened on that truck, and fuel, fuel, make sure everything's secure, fire extinguisher. We we carry fire extinguishers with us as well, but um, it's just safety precaution. But, yes, racing is a whole new world. Because your seat, you know, they check your belts, they check you, you know, your truck gear as long and as well as your gear as well. Yeah, when you said you got labeled as a carnival ride, I think I would much feel a lot safer in that than the traveling carny rides. <laughs> <laughs> and and there is some. I mean, we when we were at that fair and we were stationed right next to the carnival, we learned, you know, everybody. It's terrible to say, but my mind went to ICP, right? Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> and, you know, you listen to some of the, these songs and you're just like, okay, this is what it's going to be in there. Yeah, my my perspective was changed just because they have a full-time crew that is designated to every night that Carnival shuts down. They tighten everything and they go through and they run the rides, I think, at least 50 times to ensure, like, is everything grease? Is everything tight? Now, that's a whole, you know, that traveling carnival has been in business i thought at the time it was over 50 years okay and so but um yeah i'm just talking about like the ones you see like a mall that's like oh let's go ride the ferris wheel that got set up in 30 minutes right and you know they're just like hey get on yeah (laughs) but no like i said it gave me a whole new perspective but yeah i think you're right the the fly-by-night carnivals yeah, I would be terrified to <laughs> crawl on them, even if it was just the bumper cars. Where to operate those rides, you, it's mandatory you fail the first three drug tests. <laughs> <laughs> you must you must go through a drug identity program. You're like, what is this? Okay, that's marijuana. This is cocaine. <laughs> I swear, every time you go to those, it's like the most shadiest looking people. Or like 12-year-olds, and you're just like, I don't know if I trust you to run this ride. I think we'll go shoot some stuffed animals or something. Yeah, I'm going to go throw darts at balloons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay off the rides. Yeah. <laughs> so where can people find monster truck lady at and keep up with where she's going to be? So definitely. Um, I have my website is monster truck And then I have social medias. And, um, as you and I were discussing earlier that my goal is to be more, um, consistent on posting on those social medias, but I have TikTok, which is the monster truck lady. Um, I have Facebook, which is monster truck lady. Instagram is the same monster truck lady. And then Snapchat, um, is monster truck gal. Okay. And then, yeah, like for everyone that's listening, all, all of it will be in the show notes so they can click and find her to get to her wherever she needs to go. Yeah. Cause then you said 
the website also has the clickable links yes. inside the website for everything else. Yep, correct? all social media, uh, my email address, um, everything is on the bottom. So, yeah, most Get definitely. Get some Monster Truck Lady clothing and then check out all the other ones at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. And if you want to book an event, you know, just definitely let us know. You can click contact us right there and it directly emails me and and we can start a conversation and, yeah, see what we can do to help you mm-hmm. with your events and, you know, make them just more fantastic i guess is the best way to say it beyond fantastic hell yeah i don't think you could have a bad event with the monster truck no i'm trying to think of something bad place where i could go and then that still not be a good day yeah (laughs) yeah a a lot of people you know i think um they don't understand the mass sides of it because you know just as you know we think you know we're sitting and we're watching on tv or or we're in the stands watching it until you actually stand stand level with that truck I've had little kids freak out because they don't realize how big big it is. They they want to ride, but they have no clue how big it is, and they freak out. Well, you can stuff a ten year old inside that rim right there. Yeah, yeah, we totally could. <laughs> <laughs> how tall is it? Shoot, um, so I think that door is fourteen foot. So four, I the, don't know. To the bottom under, of the door, or to the top of the door? To the top that it clears oh, okay. it. Okay. So. So yeah, so it's just under 14 foot tall. Damn. So, okay. Yeah. I was thinking, because I've, um, do you map out your rides? Like, is there, you said you blocked off certain areas, so it, it's yeah. all flat or anything. You don't have any like portable, like little boxes where you can like roll over anything. Yeah, anything like no, that? I, don't, I don't have any of that. But most of the time, you know, if there's, if there's equipment there, we, we can build a little humps and it just needs to be literally speed bump high. Yeah. Just to and, feel it. Yeah, and I can crawl over it sideways because with the four-wheel steer, you can turn everything and crab walk it and do all kinds of cool stuff. Hmm. So, yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah, it is fun. May have to show you sometime. I'm going to have to go to an event. Yeah. <laughs> I want to ride in a monster truck now. <laughs> you got your rapid fire questions ready this time? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Do you have any? Do you, you don't have any? No. Wow. What do you I've, do around here? I've been busy. Dude. Been busy. <laughs> it's, been been a, the... it's been a long week this week. Yeah. Well, I'll ask the one that I always ask, and I've hopefully I won't fuck it up this time. <laughs> oh, shit. Boneless or traditional wings? Boneless. Nice. We got, all right. Everyone besides Kozak so far is on the He's adult weird. chicken nugget train. <laughs> Everybody prefers the adult chicken nuggets. Yeah. So I got one. I asked Brian this when you walked out real quick. So <laughs> what tool... <laughs> in here gets used the most as a hammer but isn't a hammer oh god everything i think it's the crescent wrench (laughs) (laughs) it's either the uh, 15th 16th wrench or the crescent wrench okay so are you well i was going to ask a question about a very specific size (laughs) (laughs) is that just the biggest wrench available or is it just like the most that's in the hand Um, yeah (laughs) most common on the truck yeah I was about to ask a favorite tool brand, but I see toolboxes that say Cornwell. So Um, are you snap on? um, We're both. Um, Actually, um, yeah, Cornwell, Matco, and um, snap on. Okay. But yeah, there's the crazy thing is the tools, um, the, the, the contents of this shop, is value more valuable than the contents in my house (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure (laughs) yeah just from what you said but it it takes to move it down the road yeah that's it's a lot of rolling rolling inventory going down the road i'm still stuck on the 15 16s i just picture like (laughs) 
three quarters and you're like, give me the 15 sixteenths just so you could use that one as a hammer. <laughs> yeah, typically it's laying next to you uh, and I was like, and I look at him, I was like, we did not spend this much money on tools for you to use it, that as a hammer. Especially when you guys are using nice tools. Those yeah. Are, those are nice ones. Yeah. I've, I've been guilty of putting the snap on one down and picking up my craftsman to beat something with it. <laughs> so I'm like, you go to hit it and you're like, Ooh, that's $97. Give me the $13 one. Yeah. <laughs> but what I love about it is it's a hundred percent warranty. So true. The nice thing is, yeah, all the dealers show up at work. So if I have to take them in, I just walk it across to the shop and have the guy trade it. Cause I we, swear I didn't use this as a hammer. It broke on me mid <laughs> mid turn. I think they know us already, but then it's like, you know, look how much tools I bought over the years from y'all. <laughs> Just exchange it. <laughs> 25 bucks a week for life. <laughs> they financed it. It's cool. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I keep trying to convince them to come to my house, but I, get, I guess I don't spend enough money to get on the 25 bucks a week for life plan. <laughs> what is, so another thing on my rapid fire. What's one, one thing that you cannot go one day without? Um, black eyeliner. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to ask yours? Which one? Your sock one. Oh, the <laughs> what? I used to be a radio host in Denver. I did talk radio. He used to ask everyone this. Um, do you put sock, shoe, sock, shoe, or do you put sock, sock, shoe, shoe in the morning? Uh, sock, socks. I, I put both my socks on first. Yeah. Most, there was a surprising amount of people on that show that would do sock, shoe, sock, shoe. And I was just like, what? I caught myself doing sock shoe the other day, getting ready to go to the gym. I, did, I was like, oh, fuck. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> Every time someone said they put sock shoe, sock shoe, it's like, like you're just picturing like them walking lopsided through their house to go grab their other boot or you're just like, what is wrong with you? Why? I don't understand this sock shoe, sock shoe thing. Yeah. Huh. But there was actually quite, I would say at least 25% of people were like sock shoe, sock shoe. It's like, this makes no sense in my world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I got one more then. Um, what is a, do you have a recommended like, like outs- outsource material, like a, a favorite book you recommend to anybody or anything, any other sort of material that you recommend to somebody? Wow. That's a great question. Um, wow. That is a great question. Any recommend recommended material, huh? It could be like a podcast, a, a book. If if you if we go down the podcast route, you better. We, there's only one correct answer. Man, I only subscribe to one podcast, <laughs> and yes, that's the Blue Collar Syndicate mm-hmm. podcast, hundred um, percent. But as far as books, um, material like that, I would say, um, gosh, that's the book that um, that really helped, kind of solidify what I was doing. It's called The Go Giver. And it's a great book. Um, and anything by Gary V um, is awesome. Um, I also love music. I think music needs to be listened to every day. And um, word, yeah. And my playlist is a little wild. You know, I mentioned some ICP. I cannot confirm or deny if I have that on my playlist. But um, are you chicken hunting? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah it goes from classical all the way to rap so like i said i think music you have to listen to music every day mm-hmm. so I agree feed, with that one. You, you gotta you gotta feed you gotta feed everything you know your your mind your your everything your ears your eyes everything i like it 
Okay. Do you have anything else? I got one more question. Go for it, dude. Okay. For anyone, what advice do you have to someone that either wants to start a monster truck or build anything or, you know, you said you're, you love horsepower and speed yeah. and all that stuff. For someone that just has a passion that they don't know fully about yet, what do you have to, what do you want to tell them? What do I want to tell them is, um, don't overthink it. Um, just there's, there's opportunity everywhere. Um, shoot, you can come hang out with us and, you know, learn the ins and outs of what it takes to tire up a truck, detire it, what it takes to, you know, give rides or whatnot. But I think, um, the biggest, the biggest advice is don't overthink it and don't think I, that can never be me. Mm-hmm. And, um, for, for and, anything. Yeah. Okay. I mean, just for, yeah, starting your moss truck business. Um, and just, there's people out there. Like, um, I remember when I was starting and Brian and I, we were just like, we thought we were nobody when we bought the Beverly Hillbillies moss truck, but people paid attention and mm-hmm. people knew who owned this truck. And, you know, we were the kids in Colorado that owned because, um, he was 24 and I was 23 when, okay. when we bought that truck. And so the kids in Colorado owned that truck. And so they were very helpful, like you know, pick up the phone and you, you can Google, uh, I remember calling the Hall brothers and they run the ramp They're They're sponsored by Dodge. Sorry, Albert. But anyway, <laughs> they're sponsored by Dodge and they run the Raminator and some other trucks. And, um, he was the most help. Like I thought I was calling God, you know, and just like, he's, nobody's going to answer, you know, and he did. And he, he was very helpful. So don't, don't be afraid to reach out and, you know, just say, Hey, this is what I want to do. What, what can you help me with? Yeah. And yeah. So I, I the, that's how I was treated when I, so I always pay it forward. If people call me and mm-hmm. ask questions. Yeah. I always ask because I, everyone says there's no wrong answer, but I, I believe that the wrong answer is by not asking. Yeah. And just, yeah. Just assuming you can never do it. Yeah. Cause like I said, as a small kid watching that. And I remember calling my dad and I'm like, guess what? And he's like, what? I was like, you got to come to the house. I got to show you something. And he's like, okay. And then of course rolls up and have this big old monster truck sitting in the driveway. And he goes, you did it. And I said, yep. It just took me a little while. (laughs) Awesome. And just as a note, if anyone does come join you guys in the shop, be open to learning some new choice words when you work with Brian. Yes. Um, (laughs) The, you know, we are not Willy Wonka in this shop, so we don't sugarcoat shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to tack onto that, I would say get into the car scene. I mean, the car community has always been really good at that. It's real hard to find people who, when you're sharing an interest like that, to find people that don't want to help. You, even outside of monster trucks, you know, just building little mm-hmm. cheap race cars or restoring cars or you know, tractors, pretty much anything with an engine, people are always excited to help and give advice and teach. And that's one of the things I guess was more kind of with the whole buying, buying a 10 second car for 1500 bucks a month. Like that's kind of going away. Cause now you have kids with race cars that can't change a tire. <laughs> well, yeah. When, mm-hmm. when all you got to do is just make sure you make your payment. Like I've seen it. I've seen a Dodge demon on the side of the road. Or not, it was a Hellcat, not a demon. But I've seen a Hellcat sitting there with two guys looking at a flat tire like, what What do we do? <laughs> yeah, your yeah. money doesn't buy knowledge and experience. Well, yeah, and I'm just saying it's like it's one of those things that if, you know, people should get into it because it's, it's, it's also a never-ending hobby. Yeah. You know, cars, they, they always get, you can always change them, do something different. And I'm assuming 
I always simplify people. I say like, how did you learn to work on cars? Do you go to school? And I always tell people, no. The first thing I did was buy the cheapest, shittiest car I could afford. And that tend to break a lot. And you kind of got to learn how to fix it. <laughs> and to be honest, people go, well, how do you know? It's like, well, honestly, working on cars and stuff, you take shit apart and then put it back together the same way you took it apart for the most part. And nowadays we have YouTube, so that helps a lot too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, I would, I would tell people definitely don't be scared of it and get into it. Yeah. And you know, and amazing support systems, you know, I've, I've been blessed with that with my husband, my, my brother, my, my whole family, you know, it's just, and great friends, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, Hey, I need some help. And they're, they're, they're down to ride. So, um, we've worked on monster trucks a lot, trying to get ready for shows and leaving at two in the morning. And so, um, so it's been, it's been a good it's been good the the support and of course the people in the industry is very helpful too so another outlet i would send that person that just wants to be in monster trucks is attend some um there's the, the museum in indiana in butler indiana is the international monster truck uh, museum and hall of fame and they have some events um, throughout the year i would totally hook them up i know it's in the midwest but those are some pretty amazing old school drivers and, um, and they will sit and talk with you for hours and, and there is no stupid question. Awesome. So, yeah. So you got anything? No, I'm good. good. It was fun. I like learning about monster trucks. I want a monster truck now. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to need something to go with that studio that we need as well. Yeah. Yeah. One day. Well, I guess when we cut the red ribbon for the studio, we can have a monster truck there. We know somebody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it'll be easier maybe just to Photoshop that one. My alley gets a little tight. <laughs> we can leave the transport tires on yeah, it. Yeah, we can we, we can make it happen. That's like the the term everyone hears at the gym. Don't skip leg day. <laughs> oh, good point. <laughs> I like it. My neighbors, I rebuild their fences all the time anyway. They won't mind. We could just take care of that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Well, I mean, unless you got anything. No, I'm good. Um, We have mentioned towards the end of the shows that there's that giveaway still, right? Yeah. Did you buy that thing? I did buy it. It's actually sitting in my pickup. I'll take it home and make it cooler. Word. So people that are listening, we are still talking about doing a giveaway as we have just mentioned that we have something to give you. So make sure that we are liking, sharing, interacting, and doing all that fun stuff because... That is how you win. It is called interaction. And who knows what it's going to be? It could be a seat to the white knight. It could be a tool out of Brian's toolbox that I'm going to take. It's that 13, what what was the hammer? 15, 16. We're going to take the 15, 16 and we'll leave the 10 millimeter. We'll put one in there for you. Oh. Because that's probably missing. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's a great idea. But you'll never know what you get. So just expect the unexpected and just start sharing and interacting and then also go see what the monster truck lady's doing. Yes, I will. I'm, I've been better, um, posting. So usually TikTok gets hit first and then followed up by Facebook. Mm-hmm. So, and Facebook talks to Instagram. So, so yeah, so I'm getting more consistent. So yep. every day you never know. And just watching, um, what I've been posting is the transformation of this truck. And so, so yeah, so it's almost to the end of my episodes on TikTok. So, oh, it's a never ending. You'll find something else to do now. For oh, it. I know. There's, there's so much footage <laughs> that I need to build. So, yeah. Awesome. 
Well, I think, I think unless you got any last words, I think that's about it for the day. No, I appreciate you guys. And you guys are really, um, this podcast, I've listened to all the episodes and appreciate um, that. Yeah, it uh, is definitely, um, it's definitely getting, it's gaining more momentum and you guys are definitely bringing a lot of light to a lot of the industry. So thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Hopefully everyone learns a little bit more about monster trucks now. Absolutely. And if not, just let me know. Yep. Other than that, have a great day. Laters. Later. Later.